Listen, everybody, I'm going to stop YouTube for the next month and just focus on this. No videos coming up because of Dr. Tess. It's really important to share that stuff, that it's okay to be human. I feel bad. I hate disappointing people, mm. so here I am with disappointed people. And that's what we're trying to explore. The, the other flavors of Evan. Tess causing me stress. I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, oh, I believe in this dream I've been dreaming, oh, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, oh, I believe in this dream I've been dreaming, oh. It's Dr. Tess. And I was thinking, yeah. did people used to rhyme your name with things? Sometimes. Like what? What would Tess get rhymed with? Is the best. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Was that legit? Did it actually happen? Tess is the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. I, I only, to... I think, I think with the Australian sarcasm in it, you know. Oh, mm. oh, really? It yeah, could have been yeah, like yeah. Tess is a mess or something. Never, never. Well, I don't know. That actually rhymes more than it. test. Mess well, rhymes more than test. Test is a stretch because it's got the T. What are you trying to tell me, Evan? I don't know. It's just <laughs> what's on my mind. <laughs> So Tess is here to help me grow my YouTube channel to 10 million subscribers by making Evan Carmichael a better human. One. Did you do your homework, Evan? Uh, I did. I did. I got my note. I got. I got my book here. Oh my gosh, you did too! I'm so impressed. I was actually rehearsing in my head in the bathroom. I was okay. rehearsing in my head, having to kick your ass this morning. So now did I have to do my homework. Well, you know, there's a precedence. Wow. Listen, I always do my homework. It's just the last one I didn't think was actually that important to you. But then when you said it was important, I did it. No, I do my homework. I like the test challenges. Although you are you actually me, pretty good. Yeah, I, 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 I do my homework. When I respect the person, I do my homework. When I don't, then I don't. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm a great student when I want to be, but otherwise I'm a terrible student. It all depends. Yeah, on I get that. Teacher and that. Um, <laughs> okay, so. so Had to go with it. You wanted, so last time. You said to come up with a list of my limiting beliefs. Yes. And, and uh, I had my first one, which is my fear of disappointing people. And then I asked you for one uh, that you thought about me, which is, uh, let's see if I word it correctly, because people got confused over my understanding of what you thought was uh, okay. your limiting beliefs. People got is, confused or you got confused? Uh, people thought that I was confused by what you were saying. Okay. Yeah, so how I understood it, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong, was that you think that I think that I don't want people to see a negative side of me or, or the, the bad parts, or I don't, I don't think people want to see that stuff, and so I don't share it. I'm afraid of it. I think that you're afraid of it. What you wrote is probably fairly a good, way, a good thing to focus on as a, as a belief, Okay. It's not a negative. Um, it's one of those assumptions that I, people only want to see the positive, that people aren't interested in the whole rounded person. I, I mean, that's for you to explore whether that's how you feel or not but um, or what you believe or not. But I think it's a good one to explore. So you tell me what you discovered because I think the whole point, and I, and I did watch uh, your chat with Mark as well, the whole point was for you to discover are there some rough edges that you've trained yourself to smooth out that you're not noticing um, and your your great resource, which is is it's the best, is sometimes perhaps keeping you at a surface level. 
So I'll give you an example. Before I started studying psychology, I went and saw a counsellor for a little while and um, we got talking about my childhood, which was a little bit rough, and she said to me, there's no emotion there. You intellectualise. Your whole history is an intellectual list of things. There's no depth of emotion there. I'm not saying you, you lack depth of emotion, but what I mean is mm-hmm. that there's, there's also this... Um, uh, it's almost like a survival strategy that becomes a habit that becomes a successful strategy. For some people, it's the other way around. Survival mm-hmm. strategies that become blocks to yep. um, successful emotion management. So you see that in a lot of people who have um, ongoing um, difficulties dealing with their emotions. I don't think you have difficulties. You've trained yourself to be this positive, Evan. And I guess the conversation is around is there is there a roundedness that people are missing out on seeing? And that's what we're trying to explore, the, the other flavours of Evan. Because you're all rainbow, rainbow ice cream at the moment. Is there chocolate? Is there? When I, can, <laughs> when I can bring it to the conscious, then I, I flip yeah. it, whether yeah, I'm right. sharing that's, that and or that's not. that's what I mean. Mm. Yeah, just and, for and myself. And that's a skill. Yeah, and that's a skill. Yeah. That's a skill. It's bringing to mind what Mark Drager posted the other day about um, – how hard business ownership and entrepreneurialism can be and how sometimes we don't talk often enough about the realities of how hard that can be um, to normalise it for other people. And I guess it's it's on a similar wavelength. This conversation is on a similar wavelength of um, that whole positive that you've trained yourself to be, that 100% positive all the time because you kick it out. It's great to be able to teach people how to do that, but they can't learn how to do that if they're not seeing where you start from. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's great. Tess is the best. I haven't even had I haven't even had coffee. <laughs> so you asked me limiting beliefs, and then you said what triggers them, what strategies do I use, yeah, and yeah, yeah. when does it happen in real time? So I've been trying to pay attention. Because you don't want me awesome. to do it right away. Don't do it right now. Yeah. Pay attention over the yeah. next month. So Yeah, yeah. So did you do that? Tess causing me stress. <laughs> There's another one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this the stress test the test stress yes so um, so i had a couple <laughs> things that, that came to mind i had i had three examples that came up um recently because i've been trying to pay attention so when we get on our call i have something to i don't disappoint yep. you see i don't disappoint people no, i did my homework I did my homework so like what triggers me i got to talk to tests so i got to review my notes what strategies I use, that's what I did just before. Even though I did it, like, okay, I got to make sure I know what I'm talking about. So when we get on, yeah. not fumbling around. Um, yep. And that is it happening in real time, I guess. So yeah. so a couple of things. One, um, we messed up big time on my YouTube channel and posted 200 videos all at once. This was, this was two days ago. Two days ago? Two days ago. Yeah. 200 videos all at once. I destroyed everybody's subscription feed because when they go to their subscription feed, it's like all my videos... And they were these, they weren't even full videos. They were for, for my book, Top 10 Rules of Success. We made 200 videos that were, that were supposed to be morning meditation. Here's a video and then think about it. Five minute quick videos um, that weren't supposed to be released like that. Or maybe ever like public like that. But anyway, we messed up 200 videos. I lost 6,000 subscribers in one day. Uh, and then 500 in the next day were starting to come back up. Um, apologized in my community tab on my YouTube but you still can't get to everybody. And like most people don't even know why this happened. Um, responded to every comment, posted updates. Most of them are positive. It's like, 
hey, if they don't want to, they want to unfollow you, like, forget them. Mm. You know, they weren't hardcore Believe Nation fans. And anyway, so I'm, yeah. I'm apologizing to some people and just more showing gratitude, love, appreciation for the people who, who are trying to support me. Um, yeah. And through that, through that crisis and, and pain and like, hey, guys, we messed up. And I mean, it's my fault. I'm the leader. This happened on my watch. Um, like victory or, or just inspiration and people saying, Hey, it's a mistake. And you learn through your mistakes and all the messages that I would give to people are people are giving to me. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. I love it when people do that. I love it when they've, they've really reflected on what you've said and now they're coaching you with it. I love that. Yeah. yeah. But like at the same time though, I'm not, I'm not massively in pain. Like I feel bad. I hate disappointing people. Mm. So here I am with disappointed people. I uh, lost 6,000 subscribers overnight. Um, but I'm not, I'm like, okay, how do we solve this problem? You know, we do the best we can. Like I'm going to communicate, over communicate, try to make it up to people. But this is like, I just write in the strategy mode more than sitting on something and feeling terrible. Like how could this happen? It's like not reaming out my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, yeah. I mean, all of my team, well, the four key people who are involved in this, we're all like communicating together and like strategizing and, and not like, I don't even know whose fault it was. It's multiple people's, but it's not like, you suck for doing this. I hate you. You know, I was like, forget that. Let's go. Like, let's get back on it. Yeah. Um, so that happened. Then I did, uh, I did an IG live with, um, with a woman who had way more followers. I mean, she had like a million and a half followers or something on, on Instagram. And I knew nothing about her and it was a last minute thing. So my yeah. guy, my team who set it up said, Hey, I have a last minute, uh, in, in an hour, you have this Instagram live with this person. And my first thought is, Oh my God, holy cat. The panic of, of, uh, the panic of uh, who is this person? I'm not ready, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. that, that triggered it like the last minute notice. And then, and then I go, okay, well, I, I'm not going to, I feel it was wrong just to get on and say, Hey, tell me your story. And like go in blind and know nothing. I want to research. I want to understand her message. I want to know what she's all about. I want to know some of her stories and her struggles. And when she was seven years old. This happened and all that stuff. So that I feel more prepared to ask interesting questions. Um, and so that's what led me to like start going down research. And then, and then when I caught that I was feeling overwhelmed or stressed out, I said, this is, awesome. Like I get to talk to somebody who's, you know, this is what I want. What do I want to do? Not do big calls. I want to do nobody's all the time. Like this is great. And then I, then I got excited. Like, and I asked great questions and I'm a fantastic interviewer. Like, this is the thought that's going on. So by the time I get on the, on the thing with her, I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to go. Like, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. But I had to, it wasn't until I consciously caught my default was, oh my God, this is happening. Okay, I need to research, boom, 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 like problem solving mode. And then as soon as I caught myself thinking about it, like, what am I doing? This is amazing. What an opportunity. Thank you. This is great. So if I go, if we go back to when yeah. you first found out that you were yeah. going to do that interview, mm -hmm. do you remember what the words were going through your head, like your immediate reaction? So not just how you felt, that's the emotion, but the thought that was going through what if I'm not good enough? Like, what if I, what if I do a bad interview? What if we, what if I disappoint her? What if I let her down? What if I um, am not ready? You know, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't remember saying any of those things, yeah, but like, yeah. that's what, that's what would be yeah. going through my head. Yeah. probably Something, some variation yeah, yeah. of that. So still in my head still comes down to disappointing people or letting people down, but, but maybe there's yeah. 
something else you're hearing in those yeah. words that means something else. Yeah, well, the whole what if stuff. I mean, that's the whole, that's all of that catastrophizing, you know, expecting disaster from something. Uh, you know, you're, you're feeling that threat reaction of going into something blind and not knowing, you know, you're not in your comfort zone, obviously, when it's someone you, you don't know anything about. And so then there's this catastrophic, your, your mind takes over, your fear responses take over and predict all these catastrophes. What if I let her down? What if I suck? What if I don't know what to ask her? All this sort of stuff. What's really interesting in you is that for many people that would escalate, so that would snowball. So that, that catastrophic thinking is, is often a big part of an anxiety reaction. So it would snowball and start kicking in the physiological side of the anxiety as well and snowball, snowball, snowball until you go into the, um, the interview feeling incredibly anxious and nervous and perhaps completely stuff it up, you know, creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. So for you, you've got that skill where you're you're, he, you're noticing that early enough, and that's what we normally would teach people to do. You're noticing it early enough, grabbing it, and instead of saying, oh, my God, I have to do this interview with this person I've never met, you're saying, and it's a simple change, I get to do this amazing interview with this person I've never met. You change the language and it changes the response. So it changes the physiology, it changes everything else that's going on in here. Um, how did you learn to do that? Like, what, go, can you go back and tell me a time when that wasn't possible? Like you, you felt that you couldn't do that? Was there a time in your life when you struggled to overtake those thoughts that would drive that anxious response? The one that's coming into my mind was I was I was going to meet a woman at uh, Starbucks, entrepreneur, pure startup, and and um, I was I said yes like months before and like yeah yeah whatever we'll meet at Starbucks I'll help I'll help you with your business even for free like no charge just to have a coffee and help and then I um, on the day of I was secretly hoping that she would cancel on me. And I would do this a lot. I would secretly hope people would cancel on me, right? Like, Evan, I can't make it. I'm sick. I hate you. Whatever. I don't care anything. Just they can't make it. And and I would hide it in like, I'm really busy. Like today I got to do all this stuff. And oh my God, I got to meet this woman. And it's going to take two hours and I should. But really underneath that, I was, I was just afraid that I was going to disappoint her and let her down. And then um, up until like half an hour before, she hadn't canceled on me. And so I need to go because not going is an even bigger disappointment than going and sucking right so I have to go because I committed to going so I go and and we end up having an, an amazing time and I spent about an hour and a half or so with her and and I walk out I'm excited and smiling like I know I just helped this woman give her ideas belief like it's amazing and I get in my car I'm ready to come home and I'm, I'm like smiling and then it hit me and I fell back into my chair and I'm like man two hours ago I didn't want this to happen this feeling of how great I am right now is the thing I love doing the most. But two hours ago, I was secretly hoping that it would, she would cancel on me. And that's where like, I need to, I need to, I need to catch this better. I need to learn how to recognize that more because, because humans are built to serve. I love serving, but I'm afraid of disappointment. But, but you, although then you have your, it's, it's hands, uh, feet on the gas and a break, uh, gas and a break at the same time. You never go anywhere. Yeah. 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 Um, so I need to learn if I love serving, I'm going to have to get over this fear of disappointing people because otherwise I'll never serve. I'll play small for life. Um, and so that I think was the starting point of me recognizing it. 
I, I, I'm still, even, I mean, even with your great words, your kind words and your compliments, I still think like it's probably happening subconsciously a lot that I just never noticed. I, I, yeah, that's right. I think that that's a thread, you know, that, that fear of disappointment, it's, it's masking fear of not being good enough. And maybe it's a belief of, not a belief might be too strong a word, but, you know, there's this thread underneath, this undercurrent okay. of not being good enough. And, you know, I remember um, you telling the story of what high achievers your sisters were and you were having a tough time at school. And I'm not saying that your parents made you feel bad about that, but I'm wondering if, you know, those comparisons earlier on at school were part of that. I don't know. I mean, this is something for you to reflect on. Um, but you, what you've been able to do is notice that it's there and it still is there. Like I think we all have it, to be honest. I don't, I don't think course, that we ever necessarily completely get rid of that. Exactly right, yeah? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'll give you a personal example. So this week, while I've been on retreat with some of my mentoring clients, um, I noticed that I had almost talked myself out of running um, a new uh, inner circle program. And I, I, I only noticed in hindsight that I had hit that point. And it was when I had redesigned the whole inner circle program to a point where I was actually putting a lot more effort in a lot more energy in a lot more value in um and put it at a price that also is going to be you know worthy of the effort that I'll be putting in then right. I was able to see in hindsight that I had actually almost talked myself out of it um and I think that we do it's it's almost like this cat and mouse game that we all engage in all the time and we use whatever strategies we have gotten used to using. So for me, it's about making myself, you know, um, recruiting myself into the excitement of now I'm so excited and I'll be launching that this weekend. I'm so excited about that because it's actually going to be hard work for me and my mentor and clients and that means they will get out of the program what they want to get out of it. But until that point, it's a bit like you with fear of disappointment. You know, you, you're kind of shrinking back and saying, oh, maybe it'd be easier if this didn't happen, like the meeting with the woman at Starbucks. Maybe it'd be easier for me if this didn't happen because and you tell yourself a story of I'm so busy, I haven't got time. But really it's I'm scared, just like you sometimes, of letting people down, of not being good enough. So you have to kind of do the thing that ramps you up to being good enough. And for you it's, it's catching the thoughts and it's turning them around to this is the best. I'm wondering, um, with the woman that you were interviewing at the last minute, did you do an, anything on Instagram live? No, um, in your stories. I might have missed it. Did you do anything in your stories around that process, that thought process? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Is it something that you would normally do? Um, if I think about it, I would. So my third story that I wanted to share is related where I did my first workout in – in three and a half months yesterday because of my neck, breaking my neck, like yeah. I haven't been able yeah. to do anything. And so now I'm doing enough physio that it's, I mean, I still have three more months of physio and everything, but it's getting to the point where I can try. I haven't danced. I haven't done anything. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do my first workout in three and a half months. Um, yeah. And so I, this is, this is, uh, I've wired myself that if something is different and new, I should film it. It's like, I'm going to film this. And then it's like, well, normally when I do my workouts, I, I would have my shirt off because I'm kicking up energy and I'm just doing it at home. 
And I thought, oh, I'm not, can I film that? That's, I mean, I've gained a little weight. I'm not back down to what I used to be and haven't worked out. And because that was the reason, like, oh, now I have to do it. Like now I have to do it because <laughs> I caught yeah. it, right? Yeah. And so I, I said, hey, I'm, I'm doing my first workout in three and a half months. I'm, I'm sure it's going to suck, but I'm, I'm back at it. And then I filmed me doing it. And I'm, I'm, I've got like cupping marks all over, all over my back because Nina did cupping on me. So I looked like a diseased hyena or something. <laughs> uh, and I've gained weight. Yeah, right. So like, and, and it's a hit workout too. So like you're, you're, you're jumping and stuff. So, you know, extra body fat is like jumping around and jiggling and like, okay, great post. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but did you see, um, uh, I, I think it's so important for men and women to see those images. I mean, that, that whole thing for you, that's about, you know, overcoming that I can't do it, therefore I have to do it, or I don't yeah. want to do it, therefore I have to do it. Mel Robbins posted something similar this week um, about body fat uh, and, and that whole message of it's okay not to be perfect, it's okay to, to have a body that's, you know, it's proving that to, it's proving all the things that it's achieved, you know, you're showing on your body all the things that you've achieved. And for you, that whole thing about having gotten past that broken neck and having done that tour anyway, and still being in recovery mode, I think it's really important to share that stuff, that it's okay to be human and to have your broken bits and your wobbly bits and all of that and your cup bits. You know, we don't all necessarily go around showing our bodies to, to people all the time, but in context, I think it's a good thing. Sure, yeah. How did you feel after you, how did you feel after you'd shared it? Like I know that when... when um, just tell me how how did you feel after you'd shared it? Uh, it wasn't the after; it was the decision too. Yeah. Right. So after whatever, I'd already decided. Great post, you know, and 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 yeah. whether people liked it or not, I mean, it, it's already gone. You've it's moved decision. on. Yeah, you've yeah. moved on. Yeah. But it was a decision too, and it was just catching it consciously. Hmm. Why am I worried about this? Then now I have to do it. That's, that's the, whatever you said, uh, what strategies do I use was your question. Like, that's the strategy. As soon as I catch it consciously, then I have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Did I mean, you talk through the second guessing? Like, did you talk through, or was it just a, just a shot of you felt you uh, working out? Did you talk through the uh, second guessing? On this one, I didn't. I mean, I yeah. have in the past. When I broke my neck and I was, Nina was, I mean, I did a whole video of me in my underwear and Nina dressing me and going to the car mm -hmm. and pushing me into the car and all that. And, and there I started with like, this was my agent, Steve, who challenged me to do this thing. And, you know, here I am in my underwear, can't do anything for myself. So this, this is my morning routine now for the next whatever days, months. Um, so I did there. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I set that up as much. Um, I focused more on my neck that like, this is my first workout that I've done. Uh, that I'm gonna to try to do, and here's what I'm doing: mm. this hit workout, and then and then me doing it, and then oh my god, I'm so out of shape. This is crazy. <laughs> but How my neck next held up. Next, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah good. I mean, I went I went light compared to what I normally would do. It's super light, but because I hadn't done anything in three and a half months, so I'm out of shape. So uh, it was it was hard, but yeah, I just gotta be careful. No weights, just. Anyway, I focused on that. I didn't focus on yeah. the, I don't know about doing yeah. this with, yeah. with my shirt off and jumping around. Um, but yeah, I could have. Thinking back, now I'm pissed that I didn't, right? Like, I just it didn't consciously think yeah. I need to tell that story. Um, 
But you see what I'm getting at, yeah? These are the moments. These are like the little human insights that we all have and we all share. Yeah. And um, and I think that's the stuff that they're these opportunities for people to, to get to know that you have those those moments too and therefore it normalises it for them, it validates it for them and it right. also shows you shows the process mm-hmm. that you go through to get yourself past that. Um while we're talking about that video, the workout one, it was reminding yeah. me, and you would have the same, you know, with your mentoring clients. It reminds me, you know, when I'm encouraging mentoring clients to do a live stream, and there's lots of reasons why I encourage live streaming. I know Hank doesn't love it for, for video training, but I, I love, I love the the capacity for live streaming to burst through the perfectionism, like that whole taking of imperfect action. Like your live stream, it's there, it's on, it's done, and that's you know, your first step towards reaching an audience for you, for what you're doing with your marketing of your business. Um, you can build on the rest later sort of thing. Uh, I know that one of the reasons, one of the reasons I really encourage live streaming over pre-recording for my clients, you know, there's a lot of perfectionism in my industry, for example, mm-hmm. very generally speaking, but there's a lot of perfectionism. So if people are pre-recording videos, then they spend all this time agonising whether or not to post it and so on. But I also know that people do agonise over whether to pull things down like they're so scared of judgment and criticism that they've they've posted something and then they sit with this horrible feeling of wanting to pull it down for fear of judgment, for fear of it not being good enough, or for fear of looking like they're narcissistic, you know, that's a big fear, and so on. Was there a time when you struggled with that? Going back to your early social media stuff, was there a time when you struggled with the whole fear of criticism and judgment and all of that stuff when you posted in the early days? But were you always comfortable with that? I mean, I don't know that I was. It's so weird that that's an interesting question. Um, I don't know that I'm. I don't even know that I'm comfortable with it now. Mm-hmm. You know, I just like. See, to, that's a really important message. <laughs> it's so important for people to hear that. But and at the same time, I, I lean into it so heavily because I'm uncomfortable mm. with it. Yeah. Like catching it, so. I remember I had, um, I hired this guy who worked for me for a number of years who had this, you know, $50,000 super camera, right? That they use for movies. And, but did I tell you this story already? No. For for it to work, you had to be on like the other side of the room for me. So we've got like a a giant distance between us and he's zooming in and everything. And then I recorded, I don't know, 40 videos with him that day. And one of them was our Jordan Peterson video, which is the first Jordan Peterson one we did that has a million plus views and took off. Um, but what happened was the microphone didn't work and he didn't check in his earphone to see if it was working. And the cam- so we used a camera microphone, but the camera was on the other side of the room. And so it's a super echoey thing. And then when he, when he got home, he downloaded the footage and he was like, Evan, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You don't know what I just did every video we made today is messed up. Like the audio was brutal. It sounds like you're a million miles away and no matter what kind of filter I run it through, like we just, we can't save this footage. I can come back tomorrow, no charge. Like, let's figure it out. I'm like, no, let's post it. Cause I make mistakes. Cause I'm a channel with a million plus subscribers and I make mistakes too. And so for an entire month on my YouTube channel, Every video had the worst audio of all time. Evan, 
You sounds like you're in a toilet, man. This is the worst video ever. Evan, can I buy you a microphone? It's only 50 bucks. Like, can you invest in your channel? Like nonstop. And um, I didn't even explain it. I probably could have explained it better. Like, here's why we do this. But it's still so hard to get a message out for everybody to see. So I like, no, this is this is it. Like, you made it. This is fine. It's, it's my mistake, too. I didn't ask you, like, hey, does it sound okay? Um, so post every video for an entire month on my channel. Had that. Um, and, and some pretty big videos, you know? Mm. So I'm just thinking, you know, when you say it's really hard to get a message out, um, I'm just wondering, you know, when you, when I look at, when I, when I look, so as a consumer, let's say, when I look at your YouTube channel or your, um, if I look at your Instagram profile, mm-hmm. there's the consistent branding theme, which is really, I know that's deliberate and it's consistent and it's great. And I'm wondering if there's a twist on the theme visually for those videos that are all about, and I don't know what the theme would be called, but, you know, those videos that are, are showing the humanity, showing the problem solving, showing the getting past the difficult emotions so that people know to look out for those particular videos where you're taking them with, taking them with you on those problem solving journeys. Because um, I think, I mean, I'm a huge fan of imperfect action, huge. Mm. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. I'd still be stuck in perfectionism. I would never have done any social media if I mm-hmm. wasn't. Um, but I'm also, you know, I remember one of my very first conversations with Steve around um, around taking people on the journey. And there's, you know, there's a video I did almost a year ago now explaining, uh, you know, a staffing crisis that happened in my in my business. And um, we were talking about that on the retreat and the people at the retreat had all watched it. It was very emotional. And um, and there was something about taking people through that process at the time it was unfolding, not throwing people under a bus but exploring my reactions to it and my uh, takeaways from it that stood out. Good morning, sweetheart. That stood out as a learning for them to witness something unfolding that was unusual and so on. Now I've just got children waking up. I'm sorry about the background noise. (laughs) Um, So I'm just wondering if there's something visually in your channel that people can notice that that's that's a a theme. There's a theme that runs through those specific videos. I don't know how you. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yes. I mean, could we do a better job? Yes. Um, just like anything, like the video for any platform, if you send a tweet yeah. out, it's only going to hit a certain percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. crisis where I posted 200 videos at the same time, I posted three different times on three different days to my community tab, which is the best way to be able to do it and still only hitting the fraction. But that that's yeah. it. You know what I mean? That's part of it. Yeah. So I, I'm, there's a lot of people who will watch it and will have no idea yeah. and I've disappointed them. But, you know, yeah. and like I did my best. I'm going to, I got to keep moving on. Yeah. I can easily, everything you're seeing is true. I love those journeys though. Yeah. I love those journeys that, that, you know, as we're talking about them today, you know, we're unpacking the process that you go through Mm -hmm. and, and I love the idea of people being able to share some of that with you. Um, Whether it's because it's beneficial for you or whether it's because it's beneficial for them, which is what I actually feel. It's beneficial for people to, to see that the people who they look up to, who, always seem to have their shit together, don't necessarily always have it together. They don't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily come easily 
to be that positive. You know, there are moments when it's actually a conscious decision. I'm, uh, I think you talk about this and I certainly talk about this, making conscious decisions about how you're going to react to a certain thing. Uh, you have your initial gut reaction and then you decide whether or not that's where you're going to go from mm-hmm. that point because that's what you do is you go through that conscious process. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to let this catastrophize and all these what ifs ruin this interview with this woman. I'm actually going to, I'm deciding that this is actually an awesome opportunity. And this is what Mark and I get into differences of because he, he'll sit in things. He'll mm-hmm. sit in like, this is terrible and, and just feel and like, dude, I, yeah. Not consciously. If I mean, I might sit yeah. in something, but as soon as I catch it, I got to get out. Like that would destroy yeah. me. Um, yeah. So, so what, what's, what am I, what should challenge? I do? You want so, me to yeah, so, catch them well, and feel those moments more? Step people through it with you. It's almost like it's, it's make that, make that subconscious process um, visible. Um, so all I'm the stuff feeling, that I've taught you. Wow. Yeah. I guess the, the process that I've been, it's worried me, some of the conversations we've had, it's worried me that oh, the wow. interpretation could be that okay. I'm asking you to sit too long in negative emotion because that's not really what I've been wanting you to do. What oh. I've been wanting you to do is yeah. to be conscious of stuff as it's, as, it's, as it's happening and recognising it when it's happening so that you can then go, ah, right, I'm going to talk my people through this mindset or this headspace that I'm in and, a, it might help you problem solve it anyway, and B, it's sharing with, with your community um, that human side of problem solving emotionally, you know, problem solving a dilemma or problem solving a fear or problem solving anger. Um, I mean, I don't know about you, I always feel better after I've spoken to you know, and the audience that listens to the stuff or watches the stuff that I do, it energises me. It just energises me. I always come away with a smile on my face, right? So that process in itself is is useful, but I think it's more important that it's, it's communicating and normalising that we all have these moments. So in terms of what to do with it... Can I just touch on that for a second? Because something yeah. just sparked an idea. It's definitely something I need to work on because I don't... One of the things I have to work on a lot with my wife is when I'm dealing with something, I don't want to talk about it unless you can help me. Like if something is wrong, I don't, me telling you about it does zero for me. I need to fix it or just move on with it. But just talking about how something was bad doesn't make me feel better. So don't, so I mean, my friends, whatever, I don't care, but my wife likes to know what's happening what's going on. And, and so I had to think, huh, like what happened and what's going on? And if there's a problem, I need to explain what the problem is, even if she can't help me solve it. But for yeah, me, I have yeah. zero need for it. It doesn't, help, doesn't make me yeah. feel better. So yeah. it's not a natural thing to like, just go in and just say, hey, I'm struggling with this thing right now. Because <laughs> that's not well, therapy. Let's, let's think about, but let's, yeah, but let's think about the interview. Yeah. You know, this new person. You know, I can I can see a, a very Evan video. You know, hey guys, bringing you in on the inside of a, you know, I've got an interview coming up with someone I don't know anything about, and it's making me anxious and nervous, and I have to do some research, so I go yeah. into it without this fear of not being good enough for her. You know, I think that that's a like a less than a minute conversation with with your audience around. You guys probably have moments where you feel like this too, and let me know in the comments how how that presents itself you know that kind of stuff is i need to catch it 
Yeah, I could do yeah. it. I, yeah, I could yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. I could do it. So not I, wallowing. So not wallowing, not, not for just, sure. yeah, yeah, just yeah. shitty uh, and full stop, but this is a learning opportunity for me and for you. And how can we share this together kind of thing? I know exactly what to do. And I, and I know how I would say it. That would be on brand and like truthful to me. I'm not yeah. catching it. I'm not worried about doing it. I'm just yeah, not yeah. catching it. So I have to catch yeah. it. And if I catch it, because as soon as I catch it, I flip the positive and I'm not, I'm not showing people along the way before the I go positive. It's so fast that I have to yeah. like catch it in the middle of a blinking eye to then <laughs> they go, ah, pause. <laughs> yes. Instagram, how are we doing right now? I hate my life because of X, Y, Z. And here we go. We're going to change it. Right. <laughs> So, so yeah. I, need to, I need to catch it better. Yeah. So that's the point of the journaling. So that's what you were doing this past month of yeah. catching these, these moments and writing them down and noticing those elements, like when they present, mm-hmm. how it feels. Really important, noticing what words are going on in here so you can write down the actual words that you're saying to yourself because we all have that, this little inner monologue that comments on what's going on around us. Yeah, and that's where the I'm not good enough. And you'll find a lot of it's shorthand. I suck. I'm sure you say that to yourself a lot. Um, Jotting that down. So what that is actually going to do, that's making it conscious for you. And then what happens is your brain will recognise it more easily the next time. So if you keep going with that for a while longer, maybe between now and when we talk again, by the time we talk again, I bet you'll have discovered that you're noticing these things quicker. And to um, to film it. Yeah. Let us I'm in. noticing it, but it's after the fact. Like all these stories came up, like, oh yeah, like I felt that, and then yeah, the the the, the workout one, I guess, but I didn't I didn't verbalize the thing. I just did it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more. I didn't fully break down what was happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And part of it was like knowing that I had cupping all over my back. I wanted to do it without explaining it, just to add more like. What the. Yeah, just to add more judgment, like what happened to your back, right? Without explaining it, just to feel more judgment, right? <laughs> Why? Because I because I love it. Because because the fact that you're gonna judge me for it, as soon as I can feel it consciously, then I'm gonna do it just because. Like I want that. I love diving into I get that. that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't want to explain what's on my back. And yeah. some people yeah. might say, you know, they might understand that it's copper and it's like, or think that's yeah, weird. Yeah. We'll judge you for, I love that. But, yeah. but probably like subconsciously, <laughs> I'm afraid of it. So as soon as I catch it though, that then I want, and I don't want to give as much context just because. Like when I painted my yeah. nails and did 40 videos with it, I didn't explain at all what was happening. I just showed up with yeah. orange nails with white racing stripes on them, right? Just because, yeah. just to eat it, just to know, right? Um, but that's the conscious Evan who's crushing it not the subconscious who's like See, that's, afraid of yeah, it that's a, no that's right um, I mean I think that's that's the game isn't it that's the game that we play you know it's the motivation game too that we play you know we have all sorts of tricks like I was saying before you know ramping up my inner circle program um, so I know that I will have a lot of hard work to do and I will have to find time to do that um, that's got me so motivated for it. Like, I just can't wait. It's the best. Hey, don't say it with that tone. Don't say it with that tone. My point being, yeah, th- these are the motiva- motivation games we play and that's, you know, 
inviting criticism, inviting judgment. Um, I think a lot of us who do social media get to a point where we start doing that because we've overcome the fear of criticism and judgment. We almost want it now because it's like, I dare you. You know, this little word bracelet that I wear is defiant. You know, that's my little word for, you know, that's my permanent raised middle finger you know, to, I love to the people who would criticise me. So let so, me ask you this. So this is, this is yeah. explaining something. Uh, when it's only me, it's fine. Like you're going to judge me from my back or my extra fat while I'm not working out or whatever. Awesome. Mm-hmm. But when it involves somebody else, like mm-hmm. I don't want to show up to this session and not have done my thing. So I, I not only like kept track and started doing stuff, half an hour before coming on, I also rewound our last episode just to put me back into the test mindset and framework and like what we talked about. And just so that I kind of know what we're doing when we get back on here, even if you didn't, like I just, so when it involves somebody else, I, I want to make it happen. If it's like, you're going to judge me just for me, then whatever. I don't care. Yeah. 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 No, I get that. I get that. And thank you. <laughs> Sure, but it's also not just you. Like, is anybody? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know that. Right? I know that. Like, like the Let IG woman it. or somebody else. Like, I'm going to go yeah. in, even though I know I can crush it. Yeah. Like, I've done it a lot. Whatever. It's going to be great. And if I just winged it, it could. But I still feel like I'm, dis- I'm cheating her. I'm disappointing her. Or um, even my own abilities of what I could create for my audience. I'm disappointing my audience by not being at least somewhat prepared. Do you know what I think would be a good exercise for you, just for yourself, yep. and you can uh-huh. talk. You don't have to necessarily talk with with me about it, but taking notes, um, I'll talk about it. Let's go. <laughs> defiant, just because you said that, we have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I think we've both got a streak of defiance, haven't we? Um, uh, can I can I tell you a little story first? No, uh-huh. I won't. No, I'll tell you what I need you to do first. Okay, what yeah. I want you, what I think would be a good thing to do is. Um, it's very exciting. Yeah. This is a journaling thing, right? So this is looking around the 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 underneath, okay, and letting some. Sorry, I've got my pre-dawn brain on. Um, all of those thoughts that you've been writing down, all of that stuff, it's coming from somewhere, right? Okay. And we know that there's this thread of fear of disappointment, fear of not being good enough. And I think spending some time free journaling around this. It might be that you use a journaling prompt, like if I knew I was good enough, I would feel or I would think or I would be or I would do um, and exhausting each of those prompts fully, like writing the same, repeating the same sentence beginning and then finishing the sentence differently each time and you keep going with that. It might be a whole page, might be three pages. You keep going, you exhaust it and then you push through that and keep going further. When you do that sort of journaling, you're actually unlocking the repetitiveness of the sentences lets you go into autopilot a little bit so you're actually unlocking what's really underneath. Um, and you might find some interesting things. And that's so, a, that's for anybody. Anybody can do this kind of activity. It's actually really useful. Um, you can journal like this on your 12-month goals. You know, there's any, any number of ways to use this kind of strategy. But I think with that fear of disappointment, I think it would be really interesting exercise for you to dig at that a little bit and see if you can and and see where not only where it's coming from but also what else it's hiding so if i knew i was good enough i would blank i would feel yeah well oh. and it would you, you might have you might have one journaling prompt that ends with feel but if i knew i was good enough i would feel okay. um, the other one might be 
if I knew I was good enough, I would do. Uh, if I knew I was good enough, I would be. be. If I knew I was good enough, I would have. Have. Okay. Um, have. And it might not be materialistic things. Yeah. The, that's a really interesting one to see where that takes you in particular, actually, because it might be that I have, in, I have a sense of calm. I have more time. I have, you know, and so on. Um, be, feel, think. Did I get think on the list? I would think. Think. Yeah. So we have feel, yeah. do, be, have, think. Think. Yeah, that's probably enough. And just you don't have to do all of them. Just choose the ones that resonate. You oh. might be one or two. I'll look at you. I'm going to do all of them, Tess. I'm going to do all of them. Don't get all perfect on me. I'm not giving you a score. You don't get a prize for doing all of them. It's not about the prize. It's about it's about <laughs> the process. Good. Go for it then. Of Good. course. But you have to exhaust each one. Don't just do one answer, one, one yeah, sentence yeah, yeah. of like each one. On yeah, each you however long you can go. However long on each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll try to do um, a page on each. I'll do a page on each. Yeah, see how you go. Aim for that. Go further. If you get in the flow, keep going. Right. So, you know, we did a version of that on my retreat for 12-month goal setting. You know, in 12 months I will feel I'll have I'll do blah, 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 blah. And that actually really helped the guys on retreat plan their 12-month goals and plan, you know, plan their business planning and their marketing planning and everything. Like it just laid a really good, solid foundation. A page in this activity. book has 27 lines. Yeah, it's a small book. Really? That's, I think, 27 times five? That's a big, isn't that not big? Depends how big your writing is. That's not an A4 book. It's a this small is a, book. This is it's actually Mark Figure's book. This is his company. No, but is that not enough? 27 for each of, so if I knew I was not good enough, I would feel 27 different things. How, not, how big is the book? Hold it next to your head. How big is your book? 27 lines. Yeah, see, that would, yeah. It's a journal. You said journal. Lines. What do you want? You want me to write in like a... No, 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 no. What I mean is, if I would, I would fill that page in like I don't know, half a dozen sentences. No, no, no. I'm so just, just gonna feel. Yeah. Oh, you want a sentence? I'm thinking I would just feel. You gotta know. You've, no, you've got to. You've got to write the whole thing. You've got to write the whole thing oh. because it's while it's while you're repeating the the start. It's the repetitiveness of the start of those sentences that actually gives your brain time to visualize where you're going with the rest of the sentence. So you want like a multiple sentence answer yeah, for one thing? Yeah, you're going to hate that. No, oh, no. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're going to hate Listen, it. I don't even know what I'm going to write no, at all it. for any it's of these It's a things. journaling thing. Yeah. I hate journaling. journaling I hate journaling so much. Yeah, and you hate relaxation. You hate all that stuff. I know. <laughs> All right. I'm deliberately I'm deliberately writing a list of all the things you hate, and I'm just going to make you do that. Make me do it constantly, and like here I am. I'm gonna, I got to film it. I hate this, guys. Doctor Tess is a mess, causing me stress. <laughs> it's the best. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You and who's army? I think um, you know. Just play around with it. You know, there's no real rules, but just play around with it. Play around with it. It's a good journaling exercise. It really does release some stuff. And you'll right. always be surprised by what comes out. I'll do it. I'll do at least a page on each thing. Man, I, I legit right now am stressed out. I have no idea what I'm going to do. I feel like yeah. I have no answers yeah, yeah. for any of it. So I'm going to sit there yeah, with a blank exactly. Page. Yeah, 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 exactly. It is. So this it's, is interesting. It's, it's, I'm stressed out and I feel like I'm going to crush it at the same time. Like I have no yeah. idea what I'm going to do. If you ask me right now to answer any of these, I have no answer. And it causes anxiety. And I feel like I'm going to destroy this thing. It's like this. <laughs> so how do I, I got to catch that before. Anyway, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. This is the. So you, okay, and do you know what? 
yeah. there'll be some stuff that'll come out of there that'll surprise you, but there'll also be stuff that comes out of there. You think this is a great, this is a great idea for a video, or this is a great thing to share with my audience, or this is a great thing to, I don't know run a workshop on <laughs> what I honestly thought about was doing a, a session with because Mark lives so much in the negativity just have him ask me negative questions like whatever he's whatever he's struggling with or what's a negative emotion that you're feeling that he's feeling ask me when I feel that and then just sharing some kind of story because mm -hmm. I unless I'm prompted it mm -hmm. it's really hard to mm -hmm. Just, I don't live in that world. So, but with a prompt, you yeah. can like, Hey, tell me when yeah, yeah, you yeah. ask me, right. I yeah. can pull them out. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me ask you this quick because I'm going to Tony Robbins next week. Uh, so we got this on just before I left. What, what should I work on when I'm there? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't need to work do, on do anything. You know but do you know what, do you know the first thing that came, came to mind? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm excited. Yes. That whole, uh, not being the stereotypical alpha male motivational person, you know, who you, you wear that hat quite proudly, right? Really? You're not, you're you think I'm an alpha male? I don't feel like I'm an no, alpha male. No, I said you're not the alpha male. You're oh, the alpha, great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. The non-alpha man. I'm going to start right? pulling faces. I'm going to start pulling faces in a minute. Um, yeah, you, you wear the hat proudly of not being the stereotypical okay. alpha male okay, great. speaker, which, of course, Tony Robbins embodies, right? Okay. Um, okay. I'm choosing my words carefully. So um, I think reflecting on, on that and reflecting on what his style triggers in you and journaling around that somehow, just documenting that, documenting your thoughts about that, documenting feelings about that. He's a smart guy and there's lots of what he says that obviously that's why you're going. But I'm wondering about that that stereotypical big blustery stuff, um, what that triggers in you. What his just stuff that you don't triggers in me? Mm. I don't even know how to answer that question, but I'll journal. Because I think, because I think there's a real conflict, not just for you specifically, but because I feel this too. Sometimes there's a real conflict in finding when you find your own voice, and then there are people who you admire, but they don't speak from the same place as you do, and so there's almost like this, um, this inner turmoil going on around. I really love their message, but I really don't like that style or that style or that approach or those mm. words right well, i've got Steve jobs and kanye west on my wall yeah who are like in your like kanye west says crazy yeah. stupid things and steve jobs was yeah. like yeah i don't want to be a father like steve jobs no nope. but i want to be a father like my father but i want to be a visionary i like i like i love pulling from like two yeah. things from one person but yeah. not everything yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But you asked me about going to Tony Roberts. I'm curious to know, just with this whole mindset stuff that we're pulling apart at the moment. What I'm is this style triggering me? Yeah, what is it triggering you in terms of whether it's motivating you in a certain direction to be different in a certain way or whether it's, um, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not talking about negative necessarily. I'm really curious to know how comparing your style to his what that brings up for you with with this other theme that we've got going on at the moment in the back of your mind of course but I'm curious to know what he, what it brings up for you because I think I'm trying to think of, a, of an equivalent uh, 
and I can't can't bring one to mind. Um, oh, there are a few examples in the psychology world that I love the work that they've done, but I don't like them as a person. I'm not saying you don't like Tony Robbins as a person, but I'm saying I would I would feel triggered by certain elements of their personal styles if I was in an auditorium listening to them speak, and I would find that challenging because I love the work that they've done in the psychology field. Okay, does that make sense? A hundred percent. I feel like. Um... You're trying to you're trying to predict, aren't you? I can see the cogs whirring. You're trying to predict already. You're trying to answer the question now. I want you to go away and observe your reactions and document them. My default, oh, no, 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 and that's always what you want me to do, which is great. You yeah, know, like I yeah, try to solve it right away. You're like, no, you got to sit on it and stew. Like, I don't want to do that, Tess. You, yeah, well, so yeah. I have to do it. That's um, the rule. <laughs> the whole, the whole, like Tony or whoever does something that I don't yeah. believe in, or has a has part of a message that I don't like. I don't have a problem with. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of all the people, and that, and we were, so I, we're all intelligent and able to pick and choose. Yeah, but we're all. I think it's the in the moment reactions. I don't mean just in. I think intellectually, we we're all yeah. smart enough to pick and choose which bits we subscribe to. But I'm I'm interested about that in the moment. In the moment reactions. Okay. And I'm also curious to know whether there's any of that I'm not good enough stuff that comes up. You said something, we've touched on this before about, um, was it the YouTube? Oh, no. Anyway, not feeling, wow, was it earlier on? I can't remember now. Something about not feeling good enough at the at an event to join everyone else. Uh, it might be not I good. I mean, I, I remember at the first, so at the first event in particular, um, people just being able to totally let loose and be out of control. Mm. I'm not really out of control mm. of my body. Yeah, right. Yeah. So no. when people are freaking and yelling out and like crying and just screaming and that's not really... At the last one, I, I purposely said, I'm going to do, I'm going to try. I'm going to be more out of control, whatever, try to enjoy the moment more. Mm. Um, yeah, I've never really been like lost or taken away by something, right? Like a song comes on yeah. and this girl just stands up and just starts dancing and like, she's just totally <laughs> gone. Like, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I'll yeah. try to do. You, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. I've now got sunrise light shining in my eyes. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think, I mean, there's that. There's the, the be in the moment thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's the Australian cynicism or what it is, but I just, I just would find that hell, hell on the stick. So, um, well, like, I, I, I like exploring it just to see, right? I mean, I did yeah, IG yeah, live yeah. with a medium. I've never done medium stuff. She's telling me that on July 17th, I'm going to get a, a deal offered to me that I'm going to be afraid to say yes to. And I need to say yes to it. Like, okay, great. I'm waiting. July 17th. Let's go. Bring it. Did she specify which time zone? <laughs> no, but that's a pretty specific. <laughs> right? It is a pretty specific range. So, yeah. and, then, and then, you know, Mark, who's very cynical, goes, oh, I don't believe any of that stuff. Okay, great. I mean, I don't even know that I do, but I'm willing yeah. to, I'm not yeah, just going to yeah. shut the door. Like, maybe it's the greatest yeah. thing of all time. I don't know. Could be. Could be. Who was it? It was telling that someone else was saying something about, oh, it was Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres was talking about that. In her interview with... Um, David Letterman. There's a new series of Letterman interviews on okay. Netflix. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, she had an experience like that where someone told her this very specific thing that when she was whatever age, she would be offered something that would change her life forever and she could do it for 20 years if she wanted to and she'd be richer and more famous than she ever imagined and blah, blah, blah. And this all happened when she was in the depths of failure post the Ellen show, you know, the comedy that she had. And then true to the medium's words, she got offered the talk show. So the specific advice was I need to meditate between now and July 11th, harder than I normally do. So, okay, great, I'll do it. Now I'm meditating twice a day, even though I've never found tons of value in meditation, but I'm doing it again. And then by July, I'm going to go on a trip. And then on July 17th, there's going to be two people who come to me who I know and one of them is going to give me a business opportunity that that on that I'm going to be afraid of or whatever, and I need to accept that business opportunity from the person I know. See, now you set it up that everyone you know is going to offer you something on the 17th of July. Something <laughs> you're saying. <laughs> oh, well, maybe you can't, you can't post this video until after the 17th. after the 17th. Just just because, yeah. So, yeah. well, I mean, people who saw my IG live saw it too, um, but it's going to be a significant oh, yeah. deal on July 17th. And, and uh, I'm open, whatever, maybe it happens, great. Mm. I'm, I'm open to it. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't, maybe that's just my introvertness or whatever, but mm. I'm willing to try it until I'm, until it's like, I'll trust somebody by default and then yeah. show me that you're not trustworthy instead of the other way around. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm a bit like that too. I get that. All right. So what else? I mean, how long is the Tony thing for? I mean, how does that, how much, I just think, I just feel, sorry, I just feel like it would be torture for me. Um, how, how long do you subject yourself to the Tony Robbins experience? It's three, uh, it's four days. I'm there for three. It's actually kind of two and a half, but a, but a Tony day is, is like eight in the morning big, to midnight kind big. of thing, right? It's Yeah, it's yeah huge. I think that's probably why I feel like I would run a mile is I know that they're just so big and so all encompassing and, yeah, that's, it triggers all my introvert stuff. I think that's what it is. It triggers but all my introvert like, stuff. Now, if that was my thinking, I have to go attack it. Yeah. And there's no, yeah. on day one, there's no bathroom breaks. He stands on stage for, for whatever, how many hours without going to the bathroom. And, and if you go to the bathroom or get food, you're missing content. It's wild. But, but for the most part, you can get through it. Um, okay. Yeah, anyway. I'm going with my friend Alex, or Al, who, who's an entrepreneur who I've invested in. And so uh, we'll see. Yeah. It's my third Good time. Luck. So I know what to expect. Good luck. But it's so amazing. like, what, what am I working on for myself? So you're saying just look at Tony's style and just, what, what triggers. And just notice. Yeah, yeah. notice if there's what anything triggers. that comes up in, in that, that clash of cultures in, in style of his presenting style, his persona. And your presenting style and your persona. Just notice what what that brings Very up different. for you. Yeah. Well, I'm going to yeah. be in the oh, front yeah, row. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Front row. So he's going to be spitting on me, and uh, I'll get I'll get yeah. firsthand view of what he'll be he'll be flinging sweat on you and oh yeah 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 it's the best that, that's what i call an immersive experience it's very immersive yeah yeah he but he goes all out like he goes all out in all those events so yeah <laughs> all right, all right. Man, i think that's a lot of journey a lot of stuff yeah it is it is and you it. know it's um i just triggered alexa <laughs> alexa uh, Alexa, stop. Uh, it is a lot of journaling. <laughs> it is it is hard work if it's not something that you do naturally and normally, but it's still worth doing. 
and um, and I find that when people do this stuff, they do always find something unusual, and uh, in terms of surprising themselves. You know, wow, I didn't really like, get a wow moment. Most people get a wow moment. It's worth doing. Yeah. Does it make a difference if it's written or or video? I think it needs to be written. <sighs> Watch me go through this too. process of struggling, I guess. Yeah, you can, you can do the video too, but the process of writing, that manual process is using a part of the brain okay. that isn't being necessarily accessed. When you're, right. yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Yeah. We'll do it. Let's not get into neuroanatomy and we'll do it. stuff. I don't like writing. Yeah. My hand gets tired. I know. And yeah, I know. My hand it's gets fine. tired too. Fine. Oh, look. Oh, we've got sulking happening now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So trigger the sulk. Trigger the sulk. Make me write by hand. All right. Okay. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I knew it. I was good fine. enough. I would feel, do, be, have, think a page on each. Pick, pick the ones that resonate the most. You don't necessarily have to do them all, but pick the ones that resonate the most. That's not happening. I'm going to do them all. Uh, and then I need to catch more moments when I'm before the conscious switch and film it to take people on the journey. And then what does Tony yeah. style trigger in so me? So this is lots of homework. This is lots of homework. It's the most you've ever given me. Yeah. Mostly because of the journaling. The homework you didn't because. do. The journaling is but, but look, Evan, it, out of you're control. Gonna be, you're going to be on a plane, aren't you? Uh, I'm gonna be on a plane. You want me to do it on the plane? Yeah, yeah. Do it on the plane, man. You don't have to. You don't have to do it. Some, you know, I don't know. It doesn't take that long. I usually tell people go and sit in a cafe where your phone, turn your phone off, get someone else to bring you the coffee, and just sit there with your journal and write. Um, it doesn't take long. I'll do it. Um, but so your homework is you're still journal. You're still catching those thoughts and writing them down the same way you were. So your thought journal, you're catching those those. You're still doing that, yeah. Separate exercise, sitting down doing the journaling activity. That's two. Wow. Noticing what triggers pop up when you're with Tony Robbins. Right. Okay. That's that's a that's a condensed. That's a condensed. So thing. It, it sounds like a lot, but there's only one thing that's happening throughout, and that's the catching the thoughts and jotting them down. Right. And the fourth is if you if you still if during this month you feel like you can start bringing people in on the journey with the videos, then go for it. But you're going to do that anyway. That you do videos anyway. So it's really not adding an awful lot to you to your life. I don't know about that. I feel like it's adding a lot, but I'll still do it. <laughs> I feel like I need that. Listen, everybody, I'm going to stop YouTube for the next month and just focus on this. No videos coming up because of Dr. Tess. <laughs> No, we'll yeah, do it. yeah, blame I'll me. Get it done. Blame I'll me. Get it done. You'll get it. We'll get it done. Yeah. Dallas yeah. is, I don't know how many hours flight, but we'll get that done. Cool. But it's Thank more you. than one hour, right? Oh, it's more than one hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an hour and a half to New York. Now Dallas is going to be another at least two hours on top of that. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. And have you made your decision well, you to, to move to New York? Or Toronto? Move, move to Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've decided to move to Vancouver. No, I have <laughs> Nicer people. Nicer people. Yeah, that's what they say. No. <laughs> Best country um, in the world. Recent standings. Do you know, I have since, I remember in the 80s, um, ever since the 80s, and I don't know what was going on in the 80s, might have been the financial crisis we were having here at the time. It has been this thing. If I was ever to leave Australia, I'd go and live in Canada. And um, right? for, 
don't know. I must have had like some kind of psychic premonition of all these awesome Canadians or something to get to know. I think you need to chase um, that down. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, moving is a big a big thing now, but we're coming at the end of the year for a couple of months. To, to Canada? Oh, to New York, okay. New York. You'll be in New York anyway, I know. You go there like every second week. New York is it's just a little too close to Steve. <laughs> just a little too close. You want to be like an hour and a half away flight like Toronto. <laughs> That's so funny. He ditched me this week because they were, they were running off early for their 4th of July weekend, which I, I completely uh, approve of. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll have to catch him up next week. Cool. Fill him in on all the stuff. I am going to have a massage today after this big retreat that I've run. I'm going to go and look after myself today. So that's well on deserved. My well Thank deserved. Thank you very much. Thank you cool. very much. All right. All right. Thank you, Tess. I got homework to do. I appreciate you yeah. and the push yeah. as always. <laughs> You're welcome. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Happy weekend. If you want to see how Tess kicked my butt the last time, check your video right there next to me. Continue to believe. We'll see you there. <laughs>